Well, hello there. I'm not Ben Kenobi. I'm Gabi of the Board Game Snobs. Welcome to another wonderful episode if you look forward to today. Today, you will be listening to us talk about podcasting without alcohol. It's not fun. Also, we'll discuss Dune, the cheesy movie starring Sir Patsy, among others. We discuss Patsy with hair. We read emails from our adoring fans. We lightly touch on Curious Cargo. We discuss a real-life superhero from Little Rock, Arkansas. That's right, Little Rock, Arkansas. And finally, we discuss Isle of Cats. So the main reason I'm recording this is because we have a board game snobs fantasy football league this year. It's a 12-team. Three of those teams are already taken. So the first nine people that would like to join our fantasy football league, it's a half-point half point PPR no kickers, no defense. We've got flex players in those spots. Tyler from Chicago is uh, managing it. We need nine other teams. If you enjoy fantasy football and you enjoy keeping up with your players on a weekly basis, checking up on them, subbing them when you need to, making sure no one's injured, then come join the Board Game Snobs League. Send us your emails at boardgamesnobs at gmail.com. That way we can send you the invite email. You need to do this ASAP, as soon as possible, because the draft will be Sunday, September 5th. First come, first serve. We need nine people, nine teams. Email us, boardgamesnobs at gmail.com. Thank you, and enjoy this amazing show that's about to hit your auditory orifices. Welcome to the Board Game Snobs Podcast. Critically harsh reviews with a touch of class. go ah welcome this is jezebel of the board game snobs podcast <laughs> huh that's what uh what's his name calls me S- joel joel stibbard stibbard uh the stib uh this is the board game snobs podcast coming at you uh in if we sound different gobby's the host Say hello, Gobby. Hello, hi, low, Gobby. Hi and low. You get them high, get them low. Uh, I wish I was high. If you know what I'm saying. Unfortunately, we are clean, cleaner than normal because Gobby's on day twenty. What? Ah, uh, twenty-two. Twenty-two. Day twenty-two of sober August. <laughs> also called misery. Misery. Uh, I should break your legs. <laughs> I would feel better. I would feel better. In a in an effort to lose weight. And to better oneself and to not interact with one's antidepressants <laughs> medication. No, no, that's never stopped me before. Gabi is now free of alcohol. But only temporarily. Free. Let's not let's no. not blow this out of uh, proportion because uh come thirty days, I'm gonna get lit. Fun fact, the Heineken company offers a beverage called Heineken Double O. Is it double O? Is this what this is called? Zero point 
Zero. That is alcohol-free, for which we are now embodying in. Yes, that's right. I have joined To in. provide the illusion of good times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start slurring my speech just to do that. Uh, um, man, it, it tastes like Heineken. It tastes like it, but you reap none of the benefits. I like Heineken. I don't feel that warmth coming over me. The feeling of pleasure that I usually derive about this time. It's gone. Mm, I only have the pleasure of podcasting with you. The Australian Palpatine <laughs> isn't coming out. Oh, oh. the good times. But uh, uh, 15 more days. I'm back, baby. <laughs> We're planning on that. So, uh, yeah, so... No, it's... Okay, I have lost 20 pounds, so... 25 pounds, I thought you said. No, it's just 20. Just 20, okay. Uh, And when you know, when you're 370, it doesn't matter. So, yeah, I'm back down to a slim 350. (laughs) Hey! I can fit into my old jeans! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Yeah, it's... uh, My my wife and uh, Sharday, Gina, the wife. The wife. And uh, me, we're all doing 30 days uh, of no alcohol, trying to eat good, just to see what sort of damage we can do to ourselves in 30 days. So, so far, so good. And yeah, sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's okay. You just got to find joy in other things. Uh, well, just, what would that be? I don't know. Uh, we- I, I read a book. I finished Dune. I know. After I started in January. Which we just had to sit and watch a few scenes from the 19, is it 83? I didn't look up the year, but it's extremely old and extremely cheesy. With Sting and Captain Picard and all your favorites. Patrick Stewart has looked 50 years old since he was 25, apparently. Did you see uh, the test pictures they did on Next Generation where they made him wear a wig? So no. you have hair. Yes. Look that up. You need to Google no, that. No. Google Google Patrick Stewart Next Generation wig where they wanted uh Captain Picard to have hair, so they made him wear like a toupee. It's frightening. Very, very frightening. Very, very frightening. Toupee. How do you spell toupee? Two T O O P A Y. Yeah. Okay. Here's Snopes. Is this Patrick Stewart auditioning for Star Trek in a hairpiece? Oh, bringing up some pictures. My computer's running really slow. Not good. We are recording right now. That's all. We're that's recording. Important. Okay. Yes. As long as that, we can't. We can't re-record this. We don't have. Was it this recording? What? Sober's different. <laughs> what in the world? Yes. That is weird looking. We, be sure and post that picture to the Facebook. Wow. Uh, when this episode comes out, isn't that disturbing? That is weird. It's not the the fatherly look. It's like the. I'm Chris Hansen. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm Chris Hansen. Did you bring some wine coolers and bubble gum? Have a seat. Quit harassing those young Vulcan children. Save our Snopes. It's the final stand for facts. Apparently, Snopes needs some help. What's the deal with Snopes? Do you ever use Snopes? I do not. I asked Jeeves. They're facts checkers. Facts. Facts. <laughs> Nobody checks facts anymore. Yeah, they do all the time. It's just it's incredibly biased. <laughs> You can be a fact checker. How hard is it to be a fact checker? I don't know. I, we could check facts. Does it get on Twitter? That's where all the facts are at. Mm, just the facts, ma'am. Just the facts. But yeah, he's looked. And how old was he when he got on Star Trek? He was like 40. Yeah, but he's always looked old. 
He's just, he's just, he's just, he's Benjamin Button. What are you looking at? I'm just, I'm looking. Okay. I thought you would keep talking. Oh, I, I didn't know, know you were going to no, you come to a standstill. Uh, well, all right. No, I'll keep talking. But you stopped and stared for a long time. It kind of worried me for a moment. Stop and stare. Stop and stare. Let's see. Patrick Stewart. Eight. Go ahead. His wife. Ignore is, me. His wife is half his age. And uh, she was the, I can't remember the story behind that. He married her late in life. He was only 47 in Next Generation Season 1. Which I think aired at eighty seven, so he he was in his mid forties in that Dune. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's getting there. But that t- first that Dune that fight in Dune when they, for like the beginning where Gurney who he plays Gurney Halleck, and it's like is a test of Paul. The visual effects that they use is supposed to be their like body shields. The, Oh my God! It has to be seen to be believed. The first line that Patrick Stewart utters is uh, when he's when Paul says, "I'm not in the mood," and he says that mood is for cattle and lovemaking. Yeah. And he pulls out this knife and proceeds to attack him. That is the best. And Patrick Stewart delivers that line with all the seriousness that you would expect him to deliver that with. Uh, who's playing Gurney in the new one? It's uh, it's Brolin, isn't it? Uh, James or Josh? Josh. Here no, we go. No country for old I'm men. not in the mood. Not in the mood. Mood's a thing for cattle and love play, not fighting. <laughs> <laughs> no, explain the cattle part to me. Well, I don't know. I don't get the cattle is part. It, is, it a, is, it a, is it a pun on moo? I don't know. What is that? <laughs> Keep making a weird pun. On cattle and love play. Mood. Who calls that's for it? cattle and love play. I like that term, love play. That's the that's nice. Thanks, Patrick. Love play comes after four? I don't know. That's that's a that's just Is a, there four love and then post? Post love. Post play. Post love. Post Malone. That's oh. <laughs> you just sit there, you cuddle, and listen to whatever his most recent song is. I don't know a lot of Post Malone. Oh, he's good. I know you keep saying he's good, but I don't believe him. Okay, be. I don't know that he's good. Please, he's don't. got very good. Don't play any Post Malone. Stop. <laughs> he's got no, very we, good. We no. just talked about this. The he's other got day. very good. Don't beats. play. Don't play any Post Malone because we you, we got this got kicked off Facebook. Good. So don't do that because we need this on Facebook. <laughs> Uh, I was going to say with um, oh our kicked emails. off Facebook. Yeah, you don't listen to any of this, but you keep getting our episodes kicked off Facebook when they get. How posted. are you kicked off Facebook? Because you post copyrighted content, which was a deep dive that I went into the other day about shows that were on television that can no longer be, um, for whatever reason, on DVD. Do you remember a show from the '90s called Ed? Yeah, okay. with Tom Cavanaugh. Yes, that's the guy who's on your show that you watch, Flash. Yes. So that poor guy, I feel sorry for him for being on Flash because I watched an episode of it the it's other day. It's terrible. It's awful. It's terrible. So a friend of mine... Grew, well, this is the first season. That's okay. A friend of mine loved Ed, and I mem- remember he always talked about Ed. And I thought, just the other day, I saw him when I was watching that episode of The Flash, and I was like, he's the guy on Ed. That would be great to watch. You can't f- watch Ed. Because it used all this licensed music, and they can't relicense it. So they have this show that they can't put on DVD because 
Who am, are they used on? Well, they they used other people's music. No, they you have to license music, and those licenses are not always indefinite, and so you had then have to re up them. So they used a lot of popular music in that show, and then they can't get contracts on the music. Well, how do shows like uh, Dawson's Creek and all these teenage shows that that's all they use? They buy up that music. But here's the thing. This is what this is what's scary. Those licenses may run out. And so you just best have your DVD of Dawson's Creek because at some point in time, these streaming services are not going to be able to maintain those licenses on those shows and thus they'll have to be taken off the air. Huh. That's weird. That's that super is weird. Pearl Jam. Just think about if you had a show and you had Pearl Jam music on it. Then you have to hunt up Pearl Jam 25 years Call later Eddie. And say, hey, Eddie. Eddie's playing here. And ask, say, ask him, Eddie, are you okay? Eddie's playing Eddie's playing here recently. Where? At Obama's birthday. Oh. Could you imagine? How old's Obama? I don't know. Uh, 60. Eddie. Eddie. We better. Program. Uh, that's not that's not the best that's, one. that's, that's not bad <laughs> i'll kind of mixed it with elvis there i don't know that's okay uh thank you thank you very much uh that's not good that's uh, like an elvis slash your your obama and your elvis and your jeff goldblum all the same <laughs> uh just go faster see that's that's you're just killing it you're killing it i need to go to the emails this is enough banter banter's hard when there's no beer and there's no alcohol involved. No uh, one will know the difference. Mm, this is, <laughs> does alcohol make our brains work better? It does for us. <laughs> it's impossible. Uh, I shut down. <laughs> I can't think. <laughs> That's when you're at your finest. And now, letters from our adoring fans and hate mail from our adversaries. Uh, Rowan Schultons. Rowan Schulten. Uh, he's our YouTube fan. He's our the, YouTube guy. Every he, time I post a video, he goes, hi. Hey, guys, it's me. I'm glad that he does that. I'm here. Because that makes me feel. It cracks me up when he says, I'm here. <laughs> it cracks me up. I'm like, where are you? Best karaoke song is either M1A1 by, is that Gorilla? How you say Gorillas. that? Gorillas. Gorillas. Oh, I'm sorry. With a Z. My, my, I gotta get bifocals. Do your thing and open my eyes by Naz. Who's Naz? Maybe Nas? Oh, sorry. <laughs> you I don't know another. So Who's Naz? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't know these people. You are so white. I, well, am I supposed to know who Naz is? Yes. What does. Nah, I don't know who Naz is. I don't care to watch no Naz. Let's see. None of your business. I'm from Limavady. Who's Limavady? Oh, this this uh, from Derry, Ireland. Remember we talked about Derry and the Derry Magistrate Courts. Remember you talked yes. about the guy who was sticking cocaine or something up his rectum. No, it was found between his butt cheeks, butt and he cheeks. said it wasn't his. Correct. Correctum. Oh, I take that back. Sorry. Open my eyes by N A Z Z. I thought you were it was N A S, which is Nas. This may in fact be a Nas, but I've never heard of this You've person. You've embarrassed yourself. <laughs> I have. Oh, Nas. You're so white. Uh, I have to say you're the only board game podcast I listen to as you are hilarious. Yes. Uh Correct. He, let's see. Blah 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 blah. I hate it when you do that. Well, he said nice things about you. Hell, the mustache maestro that is Enrique. 
And he says the Derry Magistrate Court is a court system here in Derry. Magistrate is a law officer who hears cases of low severity. As we are part of Magistrate. of the UK, it's linked to good old timey England days. Oh, okay. So he's in that area. Ah, Christopher Smith's in this one, and he says, he, I'm a fairly new listener. Really enjoys our banter. I always feel like I'm just hanging with friends, listening to them trash each other. That's because you always trash me. Make me feel I'm bad. Trashing. You make me feel bad. His top 10. Number 10, Clans of Caledonia. Nice. Uh, we played that one time, and then Jerry sold the game. Uh, and I regret doing it. It's a decent game. I regret you doing it as well. Agricola? Uh, I have feelings about it, but I love the family version. Which is seems weird for Jerry, but... Well, I love family. Fam- the, the, I love family. I, I love family. I love family. Uh, some of us just go to watch Fast and the Furious shows and pretend about family. I live it. Every, Who, every I, I prefer Dom as my father. Dom's your father. A Feast for Odin. Want to play it? I that's, never played that's it. That's one on my list. It seems too overwhelming for me. It's too much. I have never heard you describe a feast as being overwhelming, <laughs> so I suspect. I suspect. I have, there's yet a feast I have yet to conquer. You might. I am Odin. Remember uh, what Viking show was that that had uh, Kurt Douglas? Oh, it was just Vikings. That's the name of the show. That was a great show. You Kirk should, Douglas. Kirk Douglas. Or Michael Douglas. Which one's the older one? The daddy's Kirk. Kirk. The one that's 100 and something years old dead. He just died recently. He did? R.I.P.? I didn't know like that. Last year, I think, he maybe. Did, are you sure? He was like 102 now, or 4 or something. Is he Zeta Jones? Huh? Who's, who's married to Zeta? That's his son, Michael. Okay, make him oh sure. God. I'm just getting them mixed up. I like Zeta. <laughs> she the Alpha and the Omega. Uh, Michael Douglas was in Romancing the Stone. Which is awesome. <clears throat> a good adventure movie, unlike Jungle Cruise. Danny DeVito, even in the second sequel to Romancing the Stone. Which Jewel of the me. Nile. Jewel of the Nile. Danny DeVito, man. He's killing I love those movies. I love that, too. Uh, my favorite scene is when they, uh, in the first one, where they borrow that guy's, his little mule, and it happens to be like this souped up truck. He kept talking about Barnum, his little mule. Oh. Is that truck? Yeah. It's been a while since I've seen That's it. That's a great show. All right. Uh, Circadians. Excellent. Underwater Cities. Excellent. Trajan. It's sitting on Never the shelf. Never played it. It's sitting on the shelf. It's good. It's got Rondales. Kalis is not bad. I just don't particularly care for it. Uh, now, he has Kalis, but he doesn't have that it's the 1303 or whatever, which is the new one's the one I've played. Which they adjusted somehow the money and the way you send out your workers, but I enjoy it. But yeah, it's it feels very old. Mm. But that's that's fine. It's it, it's good. It's a solid game, but it wouldn't be in my top ten. Orleans. I like Orleans. I don't. Jerry does not. I have feelings about it. It's it's a lot. It's a lot of setup for what it ends up being. Chris, you need to play Warp's Edge. It's a solo game if you like Orleans. I think you'll like it. Brass Birmingham's is number two. My, Excellent. My favorite. Excellent. And Dune Imperium. My, that's a great game. Dune Imperium is in uh, in my new top 20. The Dune Dune's there. When are we going to do our top 25? Soon. When I'm in the mood. And you know what? Mood is for cattle. <laughs> And, and love play. And love play and top 25s. And alcohol. And alcohol, which we have none of. Thank- How can you be in the mood without alcohol? Thank you, C. Smith. 
Let's see. What's this knock these emails out? Well, I had uh, Ben Falkelstein. Falkelstein. He said, hey, snobs, it's me. I don't know if he's wrote us before. Uh Hey, snobs, it's me. (laughs) Hey, hey, you. Ben from Ohio. Mm. I'm compelled to write by Jerry's constant pestering. See, Jerry, I I want them to write out of the love of their heart, not constant pestering. And he says, at the same time, I apologize for emailing. Okay. Not quite sure why he's apologizing. Keep apologizing, Ben. Remember that song, Apologize, by yeah. Nelly Furtado? Yeah. No, uh, no, no. It's Republic. Republic. I, I pulled that out of nowhere. <laughs> you sure oh, did. <laughs> yeah. Was it one Republic? Yeah, it was like. Or was it many Republics? No, it was, the, it was like it had that. You should have a band called Many Republics. <laughs> And they come on after one republic. <laughs> Opening for many republics, just one republic. Just have a have a band that just covers other bands right afterwards <laughs> that does all their songs, but slightly at a different tempo. Uh, yeah, I loved that song when it, it was. I mean, it's a super dated. Like now, I don't think I would like it, but when Apologize came out, that was my jam. Oh, that was a good song, wasn't it? It was a good song. That was a that was a good song. It was. Ben, keep keep apologizing. Ben Falkenstein. Falcon. He's one Falkenstein. He's from the Falkenstein. Falkenstein. It's Falkenstein. How could that, that name could be said a myriad of different ways? Ben Falkenstein. <laughs> Easy now. Be careful. He is a monster. Or a doctor of which he's Frankenstein's. This is this, but with falcons. Falcons. He, <laughs> he finds dead falcons and raises them from coll- the dead. And collects their body parts, and he's that's hybrid he's got, falcons. He's got he's got electrodes hooked up to this mutilated bird on his table. Bird is trying to. They all and he just got some of them like uh, batteries that you lick and like stings your tongue. He's got a little electrode hooked up to the bird. He's got. I am Falkenstein. He lets the birds go, but they can't. Like one's wings messed up, so it only can fly to the left. So it gets fly in a circle. Just flies to the left. And then he's making a bride for that one. Bride of Falkenstein. (laughs) So this bird's got like a white stripe down its head. There's something. Well, keep going. We're good. <laughs> uh, you guys are my current podcast obsession. How do you feel about that now, Ben? <laughs> are, we st- are you still there? Uh, I discovered you from a Reddit post listing great podcasts, a board game podcast. Well, that's unusual that we're in Reddit. I knew of one Reddit that we were in. He goes on to say, he says, accents are relative. Do you guys think you have accents like in a day-to-day conversation? I do. I know I do. People can... People say they can tell I'm from Ohio by the way we say socks. How do you think they say socks in Ohio? Socks? I didn't know they wore socks in Ohio. Uh, socks? I, was... I bet they say it like sacks. No. No. Sacks. Sacks. Get... No. Socks. Socks. So- socks. It, no, it's up. It's more up north. So they would be. They'd be like all oh, socks. Socks. I don't know. You're going to have to send us a voicemail of you saying socks. Say socks three times fast. Anyways, your podcast is amazing. Thank you. Do you have any plans on getting some cameras and filming some podcasts for YouTube? Ben, we can barely record in audio. We don't want to see. Nobody wants to see our faces. Nobody wants to see our faces. Nobody wants. An easy way to get a lot of views. You can get a YouTube channel and just be cranking it out. People love YouTube for some reason. I don't know why. 
anyways. But thanks for that. But no, we will not be getting a YouTube channel anytime soon. I heard you guys don't like deck builders. Do yourself a favor and get Shards of Infinity. Shards of Infinity. I know what that I've is. I've heard of that. I've seen. Oh, that's a yeah. I've seen that box. It's just know. a deck build. It's a deck builder. You won't like it. That doesn't mean I, there's. I like there's very few deck builders I like. Okay, I see. Ah, Christopher Jorgensen sent in a message. That's our Icelandic crew up there. A few weeks back, you asked what was the first real concert we went to, and that would be Ramstein. That was a good while back. Ramstein. Ramstein. At the great venue of Iceland at Lugengardl and Shawl. Lugen? Lugengardl Exactly. It has the umlauts. So the umlauts above the O are supposed to. Umlaut. Umlaut. The uh, Ramstein. Hansen. Yeah, everybody knows that. Uh, Ted Hansen. Ted Hansen. R.I.P. He said you should play Wildcatters. I've been trying to get a copy of Wildcatters. Never heard of it. It's an oil game. Oil? Oil. You play with a can of oil? Yes, you rub yourself down beforehand. You rub it down, lubed up. Who's ever gets the most oily? Oh, getting ready for some love gets play. Be called the Wildcat. <laughs> getting uh, you in the mood. No, you're out there uh, striking oil. Out there at the uh, Texas oh, Texas T. Oh, okay. Yeah, Wildcatters. I, it's an uh, they're the company that makes it. I lease my brain right now, but yeah, it's expensive. It's hard to find. I've been looking for it for a long I wanna time. I want to play this new one, Coffee Traders. It's like 100 bucks. It's 100 bucks from Capstone. If only we would be more PC and more mainstream and actually talk about board games, we would get sponsored. That's the thing. By Capstone Games. Or somebody. I wish Capstone Games would sponsor us. Capstone, Capstone Games is like Prince Everything. Their production value is so good. They do do a good and job. And I really like their boxes. And this is weird. I like their logo. They have a good logo. It's that that's little a, CG, that's a, that's and it a, looks like a little royal banner. It's a simple logo. Right down the center right there. Yeah, We've like got it. Curious Cargo. Quick review of Curious Cargo. I don't care for it. It's very interesting. It's very hard. That's what she said. Huh? Huh? <laughs> Ryan yeah. Courtney? Courtney sent this? He didn't send it. Actually, we got this from Tim Kulinich. He was kind enough to send it to us. Sir Maple. Ah! SirMaple.com. Tim Kulinich or Kulinich. Are you a fan of the board game snobs and say, hey, I want to wear those guys on my bod? Do you have an itch that you just can't scratch? Go see Tim Kulinich. SirMaple.com. At SirMaple.com. Board game snobs memorabilia. All the profits that get sent to us go to charity that is uh, for uh, us buying more non-alcoholic Heineken. Non-alcoholic. Uh, sounds like you sounds like you've been dipping Holic. into some. You got uh, some in your back pocket or something? <laughs> this, is, I mean, this is not bad. This is not good. It's not bad. It tastes like beer. Mm. Just without the frills. Uh, a game by Ryan Courtney, the same guy that did Pipeline. In the Curious Cargo... You're also building pipelines, which is weird. It's mini pipeline. Why do I and I didn't care for it because it wasn't as put together in in pipeline. You can actually choose what you want to put, but in this one, you just draw randomly out of a bag, and then you have to deliver and receive those. And when you deliver or receive, you have to put trucks out there. The trucks you draw randomly from a card deck. Didn't like it. Okay, if you like Pipeline, though, you'll love Curious Cargo. You think so? I absolutely, I, I guarantee it. It seems like a lot more, ra- well, I guarantee like it. Men's you from Men's Warehouse? <laughs> I guarantee it. I, it doesn't seem, 
it seems much more random to me. I can like, do it. <laughs> okay. Um, we weren't crazy about it. It's it's, it's hard. Did I say that already? You s- <laughs> this is this, get a thesaurus. This 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 sober podcasting is rough on a guy. Okay, have you? Okay, hold on. Before you go on with more emails, there's only so so many emails I can handle. Okay, all right, we'll stop. We're gonna did go you ban- know? Oh wait, is the banter engaging? Did you? Know? I'll do. Don't worry about that. I'll do it for us. Banter section engaged. <laughs> it's been. There you go. Save your sound effects. It's been going. Self-titled hero Shadow Vision hunts serial killer in Arkansas. Wait a minute, Shadow Vision. Shadow Vision. I am already bought into this story. Please go ahead. <laughs> This is from, it's from this year, May of 2021. There's a self-proclaimed real-life superhero patrolling the streets of, get this, Little Rock, Arkansas. And his name is Shadow Vision. Although there is lots of violence in Little Rock, so Shadow Vision. He calls himself Shadow Vision, has become the area's mascot. He's currently hunting down a serial stabber in the area. Now, they may have found this person by now because this is a couple months old, but not that old. The hero has 8,500 people following their Facebook page. For some outsiders, it seems crazy, but many people are encouraging Shadow Vision to keep going. (laughs) I just looked up a picture of Shadow Vision. Oh, my. We will be sharing this to the Facebook. He has on what looks like to be like a fencing vest, like one of those, but it's spray painted black. He has two katanas, and he's wearing like some sort of helmet that's a cosplay helmet that has been modified so he can wear his glasses while he's wearing this helmet. I I don't know what, the, and he's got a, he's got a pair of handcuffs hanging out of his belt with a uh he takes pictures with people he's a real life superhero i I don't know oh he's got he has a facebook he's got a facebook he's got an instagram my okay he has he has a patreon and his paypal says my patrols are pretty limited due to not having a vehicle (laughs) i am raising money for a vehicle so i can patrol more areas and help citizens and you know how to defeat shadow vision get in your car and drive away (laughs) arg they got away what if he got like he needs to purchase a segway (laughs) <laughs> Just segue after them. <laughs> I am Shadow Vision. He locks up his Segway with a little beeper thing. <laughs> or if he's got like a remote call and the Segway comes to him like the Batmobile. Except it's just a Segway comes rolling up to him and he hops on it and starts chasing you down. Okay, I am finding him on or Facebook. Or a, th- a, th- a common thief on a good bicycle can get away from Shadow Vision. <laughs> <laughs> My weakness is speed. <laughs> Anything over 15 miles an hour. <laughs> Shadow vision is tired. <laughs> Could you? Oh, no. Yeah, oh, I no. saw that he says he's got a, a Patreon, but he says. If you're thinking this person is motivated by money, that's not the case here. Obviously not. They've also done other things that would qualify them as an everyday superhero with or without the outfit. And it talks about how they gave away Christmas trees to family in need. <clears throat> that same year, they tried to roll out a program called Visions of Hope in which you would send them money via Cash App. 
He posts videos on this Facebook group that I am li- I'm, I'm liking. How do you join this? <laughs> Shadow Vision says he would use the money to help the homeless and less fortunate children to Christmas that they might not otherwise have had. All right, I'm doing this. <clears throat> DMing him. Hang on. What D- are you doing? Dear Mr. Shadow Don't DM Vision. DM Shadow Vision. I'm doing it for real. What are you wanting to do? What are you saying? Dear Mr. Shadow Vision, we are a small but respectable board game podcast we would and like we are currently laughing at you no we would like for you to come on our show jerry i don't want shadow vision on here why not he might come after us he's not what have you done he doesn't come after bad oh wait people. thankfully i've got a bicycle <laughs> You're a trucker. You're like his. You're like his nemesis. I'm, his nemesis. Nemesis. I'm, I'm walking from Little Rock. I'll be there in three weeks. He's hitchhiking. No, I'm DMing him. I'm going to see if I can't get him to come on the show. We're going to interview Shadow Vision. Shadow Vision. Wouldn't that be amazing? Local superhero. Does he have? Does he do a voice? I hope. I hope he's still in business. I I don't know what he is, but I want him on this show. We desperately okay. Now tell me, take me through the psyche of a person that actually goes through with creating an alter ego and thinking they're a superhero. Well, no, obviously he doesn't think he's a superhero. Is he just a do-gooder? Has he been wronged? Is he somewhat maybe got you know a little bit uh, where he thinks? He can live in like this TV-like world. No, has he seen too much TV? You just get tired of things happening, and you decide you're going to do something about it. And then you buy some, also. you buy some spandex, <laughs> and you do katanas. And yes, and you just go about. Uh, this is a thing, though. Yes, he has katanas yes. or some sort of sword. Swords. If he actually uses that, he's not. He's not. He's not a. Ret- he doesn't have a license to kill. No, he's, he's not. Mi six. He, he, he could just. That's just for intimidation. I'm sure he's not out there chopping people. I mean, about to say he that you can't do that. No, but you can protect yourself with a sword. You ask Enrique. He can tell you all about it. <laughs> Enrique is one of those I did not know, but Enrique is one with the blade. Uh, I made the mistake of what evening. Enrique's superhero name is Sriracha Sauce. So Sriracha, or actually, El Sriracha. Uh, he uh he came back he's got it he's got like this little he's got sriracha sauce and the little like squirters like the ketchup and mustard <laughs> things squirts them in their eyes and if you go he goes, squirts it in your face <laughs> that is it is uh is and you're like you know there is such thing as mace enrique no i use el sriracha his little partner is uh his sidekick's little chipotle <laughs> um he came back from vacation somewhere, and he bought my kids light-up lightsabers, the actual pl- long plastic ones. Why would Enrique ever need to go on vacation? I don't know. <laughs> but he, he came back, and he had bought lightsabers for himself and everybody, and he gave my kids lightsabers. And so one evening, while he had gifted this to our kids, they're out there running around playing, I took one and challenged him to a duel, not knowing that Enrique like apparently practices like watches you. I've seen his he, YouTube's. Yes, yes. Like he practices. I've seen those guys. So yeah, and I didn't know. And so next thing, I'm I'm being attacked by this double bladed lightsaber El by El Sriracha, Lord Sriracha, <laughs> Darth Sriracha. Darth Sriracha. <laughs> I got I got beat down in his front yard by Darth Sriracha, <laughs> and he was wearing Jedi robes at the time. He, he bought the whole outfit. So yeah, I'm so. But yeah. 
We should have dark sh- shadow, shadow, shadow vision. Shadow vision. Okay, uh, did you message him or not? I did. No, you didn't. I did. No, you did I not. Did. No, I did. I did. I did. I see typing that right there. There's shadow, shadow vision. Shadow vision. Yes, I you am. You will wait a reply. I am. Hang on a second. Wait, oh, I'm about, let, me, let me send it. We're small board game podcast, and we recently oh, came across oh, came God. ran across your page. We often interview people. That are from all <laughs> walks of life, it and that we find interesting. We just we just need to merge from a board game podcast into a podcast that just interviews people that we think might have an interesting angle to them. We are from. You your, are a beacon of light in a dark world, but yet your name is Shadow Vision. <laughs> What exactly? Okay, Shadow Vision. I need to know the, know the name, the reason, how you get to that name. I mean, it sounds kind of cool, but I'm kind of having a hard time piecing together. Shadow Vision? Shadow, like, if you have Shadow Vision, does that mean you can see in the shadows? No, it's like you see like pe- night vision. Do you sh- see people's shadows? <laughs> I see your sh- Is he like a groundhog? Because no. Six more weeks I- of injustice. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that that there, yeah. There's a joke there. Um, if I'm assuming he like he lurks in the shadows and sees what you do, that's what what I would assume. Shadow vision. So he's like yeah. he knows what we're up so to. So no matter what, he's like the Texas Ranger. He's always behind you, like Walker. That that. So I anxiously await Mister Shadow Vision's reply. That's interesting. And if he replies. And is agreeable. Now, if he doesn't have a ride, do we... Okay, well, he has a Facebook, so he has some sort of internet-connected device. We will interview him somehow. I'm about to say, (laughs) you can't afford a car. Can you afford a microphone? Well, his PayPal is probably kicking off. He's got 11,000 likes on his Facebook page. Hey, that's more than we got. He's got more than we got. I, we need to, yes. We, so if he if he replies back. Tell him we need a third person for our podcast Enrique's not Enrique's just not cutting it. Enrique's not cutting it. We have a friend that would like superhero training, dear Mr. Shadow Vision. Are you looking for a sidekick? Are you looking for a partner in crime? Well, boy, howdy. We have <laughs> the sleeveless sriracha. What could Enrique's... Uh, uh, send us emails at boardgamesnobs at gmail.com or what you think Enrique's superhero name should be. His or, sidekick superhero name. Or his superpower. I don't know. That would be difficult. What could somebody with Uno kidney be able to do? I'd be able to think it would we'd have to be like, what would what would his it's always something that, like, with Spider-Man, it's like he's a kid. He can process Dr. Pepper at inhuman capacities. Well, no, it's like you see somebody, don't think that's their thing, and then it turns out to be their thing. It's like, you know, Batman. What's the shoveler? <laughs> you ever seen that movie? No, what, the shoveler? It's like got Ben Stiller and oh, Mystery uh, Men. Mystery Men, yeah. yes, yes, William H. Macy. He'll never get old. In 1979, the New England Journal of Medicine described a case of finger infection caused by snapping one's fingers too much while disco dancing. What is that called? Saturday Night Fever? Known either as (laughs) disco felon or disco digit. It seems like 
Saturday Night Fever would have been much better. Quick test for everybody listening and for Gavi. Snap your fingers, please. What makes that noise? It's when your finger hits your palm. Yeah. Most people don't realize that. I didn't realize that until somebody said, you know, it's it's your finger slapping that side of your palm. Yeah. And, and I never, it happened so fast. The Jets. I thought it was just off the. Yeah. No, I, you know where I learned that? Huh? TikTok. Oh. The source of all knowledge. Yes, it is. Uh, another type of fever that's actually. Cowbell. Uh, no, I'm talking about cat scratch. I've got a fever. I'm talking about cat scratch fever. Ted Nugent. <laughs> And cat, uh, first off, not to joke about cat, tra- cat scratch fever, it is a very serious disease caused the, by cats. That comes from cats scratching you. Yeah, well, it comes from like fleas. From their fecal matter, right? No, it's from fleas that have Bartonella, which is a gram-negative bacteria that's very dangerous, biting cats. And I don't then know, they, you said a bunch of gram-negative? Yeah, there's gram-negative, gram-positive. It's how you tell certain types of bacteria. Apart. Gram? Like gram. Gram crackers. Like Gram Norton. Mm. Mm, like Norton, like kilogram, like Norton antivirus, which we finally got shut down. R.I.P. Yeah, you you literally killed Norton on your computer. <laughs> no, it was McAfee, McAfee, McAfee. We're pro Norton. We're pro Norton here. Mm. Uh, Bruno Baronet, thank you for emailing. He said he could take care of it, uh, but I managed to got it all. Which we took that as a out. threat. <laughs> Don't make me get shadow vision on you, uh, Bruno. That's Canada. It's a long ways, but we'll buy him a Greyhound. We'll, oh, get, him <laughs> we'll get him up oh. there to see you. We're protected by shadow vision. I wonder if shadow vision has like a thing that you could like pay him X amount of money to patrol your neighborhood. I'm sure he would definitely take you up on that. But his one thing was he was after that serial stabber. Which he himself carries katanas. So like, <laughs> Don't ever suspect it's me. <laughs> I'm, pretty- I'm hiding in the wide open. <laughs> oh, shadow vision. Cat scratch fever makes me think of Hard Merge, the Isle of Cats. And now a hard merge into board games. Oh. Uh, which was Mr. Is it Frank? Who's the Frank? Frank West. Frank West. Who was on Sporadically Bored here recently, and he talks about Sporadically Bored. Yes, with Bland Hughes. I'm uh, Bland Hughes. Uh, Frank did an excellent job. That was a, that was a good pod. That was a good that, episode. That was a good episode. The one right before it was excellent as well. And but cr- Frank's was good. Frank's too. was good. Frank and Beans. Uh, congratulations on his Kickstarter. Like reached a million euros or <clears throat> million pounds or million dollars. It made a million something. It made a million in currency. Wow! The expansion sounds- of Isle of Cats. And I had not got to play Isle of Cats until here just recently. And now I've played it multiple times. And I did not know what the big deal about it was. Isle of Cats, or The Isle of Cats, is a one to four player game. It purports to be from age eight up. So, naturally, I've been playing a lot of games with my family here lately. And I played this with my eight-year-old, Jack, who does not sound like a British peasant. Daddy, thanks for playing with me, Daddy. And mine. I find this game amusing, Daddy. And my daughter, Kaya, which they both loved it. And the family edition of this game. Family. Literally, the rules are one page. Just quickly, here's how you do it and bust it out. So, played this, the full game with Gobby, and it's a little more gamey than what I was expecting. It's it's not a family game when you play it at its full uh, rule set. So briefly, thirty seconds. Isle of Cats. It's a tetramino. Is it tetranomino? Tetris game. Cats are shaped in weird shapes, and you're trying to put them on your boat. 
and make sure that the certain color of cats are all touching each other for the most points. But the way that you do this is by drafting cards, then paying resources, which are actually fish, for those cards, and then utilizing those cards to either capture cats, uh, change player order, pick up treasures, and do various other scoring, uh, in-game scoring things. So it turns out turns out to be more than just a very basic family game when you tie in all these rules because with the drafting that can be difficult when you draft your cards they have a certain amount of of uh fish that you have to pay to play to be able to maintain those cards in your hands and after you pay for your fish you didn't have to pay fish to capture the cats and it's it's just there's more to it than what first uh at first glance and so this game went from being a simple family game with rules to a very uh, interesting and slightly heavier than what I thought it would be a Tetris-like game. And I don't really like Tetris games. Uh, matter of fact, the only other game in connection with this uh, matching sh- shapes and, and you know kind of fitting pieces in the places was uh, the uh, Spilled as Yarez nominee, My City by Reiner Canizia with me and my wife played. Uh, it's kind of a legacy game. My wife absolutely loved that game because it starts off very simple, and then after each game adds another little uh, piece of the puzzle, so to speak, and a little rule. Uh, the Isle of Cats is heavier than My City, and in a lot of ways um, surpasses it. So not only are you trying to, not only are you trying to score by keeping these certain color cats all connected on to your little boat, but you're also trying to fill up certain parts of your boat, certain rooms, make sure they get covered. And of course, as you're putting in these little Tetris type pieces, you're leaving spots that are kind of difficult to fill. And that's where the little treasure pieces come in. And all this is from the backdrop of playing these cards. And that's how you decide how many cats you can capture and uh, who goes first and so forth. And so a little bit of drafting, but a lot of, fitting cats into weird places. I enjoyed it a lot for this style of game that I'm not generally crazy about the whole Tetris thing. I was, I was shocked by the production value for it being a, um, for it being a kickstart. I was shocked for the production value of it. Uh, not just the rules were very easy to learn, but also the, the various, uh, variants, not what just there's a solo with a solo deck. I haven't got to play that yet, but the family version of the game alone was nice. Cut to sound law of rules, one rule, one page rule book where you, you just kind of go and you, everybody's selecting their cats. The kids love it. I think this is a great family game. The whole part of when you don't use the family version, you use a little more uh, cutthroat version, I guess you might say. I don't know. What, is it, what's the, that version called? It's, that, it's just a regular version. The regular version on normal. The having to pay the fish for the cards, and then you have to pay the fish to put the cat in the basket and smuggle it on the boat. Why are you putting the cat in a basket? I wondered why it wasn't a bag. Didn't you put cats in a bag? Because you let the cat out of the bag. There you go. But let the cat out of the bag and on the boat. Well, yeah, but to you, eat the rats. But you don't put a cat in a basket. Is that like a cultural I thing? I don't know. We put cats in bags. I don't here. know why they had the basket. That's what you like. I don't know why you were putting the cat. I'm, well, what would generally? You, what would you put a cat in besides a box? Like, what do you put cats in? My arms, as I cradle it, and pet them. That doesn't sound right. I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't know what you put a cat in. But either way, you put cats in baskets. Cat in the hat. Cat in bags, baskets. Oh, that would be nice. Uh, but this game is very nice. I liked it a lot. It's uh, it's su- I, I just didn't expect to have to think as much as I was. And I was like, oh, well, I need to save these fish. Oh, we got these bits sent to us from... Is this it? Gamer Junk? Bits? G- GamerJunk.com, isn't it? GamerJunk.ca. So they're from Canada. Oh, Bruno. You know them. <laughs> it's not Bruno that does this. Uh, also, GamerJunkBits at Gmail. But GamerJunk.ca. Uh, they're on Facebook at GamerJunkBits. And apparently, I think that's Instagram at GamerJunkBits. They sent us some fish and some baskets that are very nice. Very nicely done. I think they're 3D printed by the looks of it. I don't know. They are indeed. And I believe this was sent to us by... Uh, boy, on on Instagram, you're like... Well, on Instagram, it was painting by accident that messaged you. That's right. But I don't know if this is their significant other's business or what, but... Painting by accident. That's a great uh, Instagram to follow because they paint stuff, not necessarily by accident. So who is Gamer Junk Bits? That's them. Okay. So their other Instagram is the Gamer Junk Bits. Anyway, they sent us some nice pieces to spice up the game. Some very some bling for Isle of Cats. It was fish in the form of like uh, like a fish that a cat would eat in like cartoons. Like the skeletal part of the fish is shown with a tail and head still attached, and then some baskets. I'll post some pictures. It's very nice. But Isle of Cats surprisingly thinky for the typical like patchwork style game i like this way more than patchwork i like this i'm trying to think of all the tetra style games we played i can't keep track i don't have a list pulled up in front of me patchwork was one the um oh that new york 1901 i like that game i do too but similar style uh between this and new york 1901 New York 1901 is is more more of a family game. It's designed is, to be a family game. This is a step up. Yeah, this one's a little bit more nitty gritty to me. Yeah, this was this. Uh, the, I got burned when we first started playing Isle of Cats and not realizing that the fish as currency threw me off. Like I drafted a bunch of cards, paid for them, and then realized, oh, I have to use. Fish. You don't have enough to pay for your cats. Yeah, and then there were times where I had plenty of fish, but the cards, I didn't draft the right cards. And so that drafting and paying for the cards, kind of like when you draft in Terraform and Mars, like you're drafting the cards, but then, you know, you got, you got to pay you gotta for pay them. You got to pay for it. But this is like to keep the cards in your hand, you have to pay for them. Or you have to discard them even after the draft. And so there are certain cards such as what they call lessons. And so that's really a, kind of a neat little... And a neat little trick that he did with this game is that there's public lessons and private lessons. And those are basically the, thematically the things that you learn from the people on the island. So a public lesson is a scoring card that everybody at the table can use. So you pay for it, put it out there, and you kind of decide what color cat is going to score for this thing. So it's like, you know, everybody's going to score this color cat that touches the edge of their boat. That's neat because now it gives somebody, everybody, something to go after. But the private lessons are your own personal scoring stuff that you hide. Yeah, you know, the scoring to, condition that gives you a goal to go for. And I like that. I thought that was kind of neat because there are times where you look out and go, "I'm going to try to influence people to go one way," or "I'm going to 
go after this one certain goal, and I got burned at the very last by, like, one cat. I was one cat short. I mean, you won, though. That Cat Williams. <laughs> the, the theme is simply cats in the boat. It's very nice drawing, but it has, to me, I'm not thinking, oh, this is what I would do in this cat situation. Like, the thing, it's not, it's in a setting of cats, but there's no theme to it. Well, this, the setting is Other from. Other than luring cats with the fish, I guess. This setting is from the City of Kings' other game. And so this is like part of that universe. And I was going to say, I I love cats. You do. I love cats. I love cats. Love cats. I love cats. They bring me great joy and solace. The cats in this game are weird looking. They look like cats that would be in uh, part of that the Navi would have. Like Avatar. They look like Avatarian cats. These are they, Avatar cats. They're weird colors and they got these weird fur. Kind of strange looking. Like they're bo- alien looking cats. Boots with them. Uh, but Wouldn't they're fine. Be- they're not cute and cuddly, is what I'm saying. There they are. I didn't really think so. Yeah, they are. There's nothing wrong with it. Why are you? I didn't say there was anything wrong with them. You're knocking these cats. I didn't care for the style of draw. They're weird looking to me. Just because they have antlers. I like. (laughs) I don't want my cat to have antlers. Are you anti? I like. uh, Give me a calico. You you give uh, me a Scottish fold. You sound. I I wasn't expect. I had no idea there were alien cats in this game. You're sounding very. uh, I'm a catist. Catist. (laughs) Sounding very, very. I'm. I was not. I was. I for some reason. Am I? Maybe I'm thinking of calico. You're making me nervous. But there's, <laughs> it's a catastrophe. This is this is going down because you're, catastrophic. Yes, you're you're saying bad things about. No, I'm not. I'm just saying bad things about the way the cats look, not the gameplay. Yeah, you're just you're body shaming them. <laughs> No, these your cats body, are weird. You lose some weight, and next these thing I know, are, <laughs> you're out here, you're sober one day. These cats are weird. You lose a little weight. Kind of freaking me out. And now you're talking trash. They're spiky purple hair. You don't like purple cats. I'm not a purple you cat guy. You wouldn't own a purple cat. Not a purple cat guy. I don't own a purple cat. Uh, I call him Rain. Or Prince. Purple Rain. Oh, God. Purple Rain. But I love Cats the game. I enjoyed it a lot. And it's a game that we have thought about getting for a long time. Weekend, <laughs> I love Purple Rain. We got it, though. And Frank did a great job. And kudos on his expansion. Kudos to Frank. Good job, Frank. Frank said he sounds nice. I, I've, I've karaoke Purple Rain before. If we don't have if oh, look, we need to get Frank on the show. If Shadow Vision, let's get Frank. If WandaVision doesn't show up, then we can. Get, <laughs> then we'll get. We'll get. Uh, I need to watch that. You told me I should watch that, right? Which one am I supposed to watch? Loco, uh, low, 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 low key. Uh, I liked low key. WandaVision was okay. It's extremely weird and just gets weirder. Falcon and Winter Soldier is very by the numbers and almost kind of boring. That's what we'll get. We'll get Falkenstein and Shadow Vision, and we'll get them all on the show at once. And we could have a superhero episode with Darth Sriracha. We could Darth all Sriracha. be. There you go. The board game mystery. Man. Hey, you know when we didn't get dinged is when I sang karaoke. You can. Oh, are you going to karaoke again? People have wrote in saying they loved your karaoke. <laughs> I I don't know. Ex- I don't have Prince's voice. Nobody has Prince's voice. 
Purple rain. I don't have it. No, you don't have it. There's no need to even try it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think you're going to... You can't do Prince. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh. (laughs) I never meant to cause you any sorrow. I never meant to cause you any pain. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, can't do the whole thing. Yeah, you're gonna take off your uh you're gonna take off your uh it's gone. auto tune. Oh, I wish I had auto tune. What is that? Is it echo? It's got like a reverb echo. That was awful. That's really about it's just a couple of things. You went caddist and then you you know, you start coming out against people's cats and now you're doing this. I don't want to tell you. I don't um, tell you. But I liked Isle of Cats. It's it's a great family game. I think it will surprise you. The different variants in it, and if you like that, Uwe Rosenberg type patchwork level games, this is a good game. All right, that's gonna do with this episode. Until next time, I'm Gavin. This is Jerry, and stay with us for further Shadow Vision news. Thank you for listening to the Board Game Snobs. Stay classy.